The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week, I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am welcoming back to the show Tammy and Rodney Thompson, who shared last week the story of their escape wedding at Seabreeze Point, and this week they're going to tell us about their at-home reception. They had to come all the way from Seattle to have their wedding in Walt Disney World, and so we're going to get to hear what it was like to have the sort of wedding too, the legend continues. Welcome, Tammy and Rodney. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Well, this is really great to have you guys back on the show. I'm curious to know how you guys decided to have an additional reception when you got back home. So I'm going to be completely 100% honest. It was purely selfish reasons. We, Since we paid for everything ourselves, um, we thought we would do a honeymoon registry. We've been living together for seven years. We didn't need typical wedding registry gifts. So we wanted a honeymoon registry, but with only 14 guests, that doesn't really bring in the cash. (laughs) So, and I don't feel right asking people to give me gifts without, you know, there being something. So the obvious choice is a reception. Also, I wanted to wear my dress again. Also, I had a very clear idea of what I would want out of my wedding from the last, you know, few years of mentally planning a wedding. And a lot of it wasn't really something I was going to get at Disney. I wanted like a backyard, lawn games, garden party type, low-key Thing. The the reception gave us the option to get the money, um, <laughs> to wear the dress, and to have the party I wanted. So I say the wedding at Disney was Rodney, and the reception was me. <laughs> Interesting. Tammy's obviously, uh, <laughs> she's not putting too much gloss on the whole uh, honeymoon registry thing. That ended up actually being a really great thing for us because, like she said, we've been living together for seven years before we got married. We have a house full of stuff, and uh, you know, I didn't really want our friends and family to try and guess or you know feel like they had to to go and buy us things on our registry, right? The honeymoon registry is a lot less pressure, and it was one of those things that I could just say to people, listen, guys, we're going to go have an amazing wedding and honeymoon. If you want to pitch in on that, you're welcome to. But, you know, it was we wanted something that was low pressure, and then, you know, we've made a life for ourselves out here. The bulk of our relationship has been here in Seattle. We have been living here for you know, eight years now, and we only lived together back in Tennessee for six months. We weren't even living together when we were back in Tennessee. We were just dating, and uh, we moved out here together. And so the life we built together for us, for ourselves, has been here in Seattle and with our friends here in Seattle. And that, you know, 
we were going to share our our wedding with our families in in Disney World, but you know the people who are the biggest part of our lives, the people we feel closest to, they were going to be thirty five hundred miles away and not able to participate in that. So having the reception out here was a great chance for us to share in you know our our huge life event with people that mean a lot to us and the people that have become the closest to us. But mostly money. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, you know, a lot of. I see a lot of brides asking about the honeymoon registry and a lot of escape brides asking about why should I have a reception or, you know, what's the point of having a reception? And I think, you know, that's why I'm kind of being a little bit honest with the whole honeymoon registry thing is I just, Rodney's completely right about that was, you know, a big part of it was being able to celebrate with our friends out here. But having a party, part of a wedding is the big reception. And um, we weren't doing that at, at Disney. And it was my chance to throw the biggest party I'd ever get to throw. <laughs> so how soon after the wedding was the biggest party you ever got to throw 25 days just under two weeks after we got back from our disney moon wow so were you planning simultaneously oh yes <laughs> for the most part we kind of put it on a back burner towards the end which might have been a mistake uh, uh, only a few things i mean we we had we had picked up the venue well in advance, of course, and we had we actually figured out our catering situation really fast, I think. Uh, <laughs> From the beginning, there was a couple things we knew we wanted. A food truck to cater was one of it. I mean, I don't know how big food trucks are on the East Coast or other parts of the West Coast, but Seattle and Portland, they're just booming with food trucks. It's, it's a thing. And we love going and trying new food trucks. And so from the beginning, we kind of like, food truck we're doing a food truck so then we got to go and try food trucks to figure out which food truck we wanted it was the most delicious research i'd ever done <laughs> there were a few things we kind of put off since the food truck was catering it they weren't actually having servers or any kind of support staff the venue didn't have support staff so i used to be a professional cook and i know a lot of servers that are still servers so we had asked a couple friends of mine if they would mind, you know, we were going to pay them a little bit to come and, and basically, you know, keep things stocked and keep things cleaned up. And um, about the week before, we finally got around to touching base with them again after about a, maybe two months of not really talking to them, which was in hindsight probably something we should have done. But they both decided they weren't going to do that about a week before the wedding or the reception. So... We had to scramble and ended up paying a bit more than we budgeted for to get a professional hosting. Invisible hostess is what the company's called. So they, they basically come and and do just that. They make sure everything stays stocked, make sure all the tables are cleared off, all that kind of stuff, which is actually kind of important. What else? Craft projects. I did a lot of, you know, do-it-yourself type things, decorations, and I really want to do to do a hidden Mickey thing with the reception to tie in the Disney part. So that was something that I kind of kept putting off, coming up with what was going to be a hidden Mickey. So scrambling to do that at the last minute. And, you know, with any kind of big party, you want to add five more craft projects the day before. Um, <laughs> I had to rein myself in a little. <laughs> and so it looks from the pictures that it wasn't exactly a formal event, like with a DJ or anything, but it looks a lot like a traditional wedding reception. Can you tell me a little bit about a timeline of how, how it all went? Sure. So it was a more casual affair. I, you know, as far as like formal event, no, it was 
more casual. So we had planned on having the food truck there and ready to go before everybody got there. And the whole plan was just people get there, they go get their food, they mingle, they talk. We had a whole bunch of yard games set up um, outside. We had a bunch of tabletop games upstairs since, you know, Rodney's a, in the gaming industry and most of our friends out here are, are gamers. We knew that tabletop games was going to be a big aspect of the reception. So the plan was just very loose. Just come and do whatever you want to. Um, we had one scheduled event, which was a wagon ride at 2.30. I have, I'm a Girl Scout leader, and I had invited my Girl Scout troop to come, so I wanted some things that the kids would really enjoy. The farm that we had it at, Grimstad Farms, uh, the owners are huge Disney fans, and the wife, major huge Disney fans. They actually have, they had the groom top hat, and bride ears already and they're like you can use our ears I'm like I, I already have ears but thanks <laughs> um uh they had all kinds of Mickey and Minnie wedding dolls like plushes and statues and all kinds of Disney stuff all over like this barn is so cute and kind of kitschy they collect stuff so it was all decorated we didn't have to decorate anything and it was decorated with a lot of Disney stuff so my hidden Mickey I was going to be like there are 60 hidden Mickeys I had to throw that idea out the window because they had a lot of their own and I had no idea how many they had so (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah the they were super enthusiastic about our event and he has a bunch of old like surreys and wagons and stuff so he was like from the beginning he's like we can take you out for a wagon ride are you going to have a wedding party we can have you all come down you know in the in the wagon and all this other stuff it's like no no wedding you know there's nothing formal like that so we did have that was the only scheduled event was the wagon ride we didn't have the cake cutting because we did that at Disney. So we had a cookie buffet and like the food was just there. You can go to the truck whenever you wanted to. And they had a buffet. We did a buffet with some salads and fruit to just kind of round it out. So it was just kind of free and open, which is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, it was sort of styled after a garden party, right? And so we had croquet, we had badminton, we had uh, ladder ball. Although uh, randomly, some of my friends slash co-workers decided to start a pickup basketball game in the middle of the uh, <laughs> reception. So, you know, whatever, that's fine. My biggest thing was I wanted people to have fun. It was supposed to be a party, right? And so we made sure to provide lots of entertainment options. And basically, uh, if you were more of an indoorsy type person, go upstairs and play board games. If you're more of an outdoorsy type person, go play badminton or croquet. And I think that worked out well because it meant our very diverse group of friends, everyone could kind of find something they wanted. And to keep up with the theme of our wedding, aside from the Disney, we also brought the rain. Um, <laughs> um, it did rain. It, it was a sprinkle, though, so it wasn't like it wasn't Disney. And people stayed outside and played. Like, we played badminton in the rain. In our wedding attire. In our wedding attire. <laughs> so I'm pretty certain that if I'm going to wear my wedding dress, it's going to rain. So I'm going to keep it handy if there's ever a drop. <laughs> you can bring it down here to L.A. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So you did wear your wedding attire again, and so you didn't do anything. No cake cutting. You didn't have a DJ do dances or any of that kind of stuff. It's not our style. We, <laughs> we're we not really dancers. Mm. I mean, going back to the actual wedding, we didn't really talk about it in the last episode, but we did a first dance, but I don't know why we did a first dance. <laughs> we're just kind of like moving. Um, we're not dancers. It's not us. It's we, not something we do. Yeah, the gaming we- thing is is more our lifestyle so we host a lot i mean we have people over to our house a lot for parties and they're always usually kind of laid back and relaxed and kind of come and go as you please you know that's how we roll and so we decided to do that because i mean 
why would we do something that doesn't represent us for our wedding reception? That makes sense. Yeah. And what kind of feedback did you get from your guests? I think they, they loved the food. So we didn't mention we had, um, so we said we had a food truck. We had, it's called Seattle Biscuit Company. And they have biscuits that are the size of your head. They're <laughs> humongous. So it was kind of like a brunchy. It started at noon. So it was more brunch. They all love the food. The food was fantastic. I wish we had taken more home <laughs> with us um, to eat later. They all seemed to have a good time it was really you know it went by so fast I don't even remember talking to anybody um <laughs> like I know we were because we had to set it all up ourselves too we didn't pay to have anybody set up or whatnot so we were really kind of stressing out at the beginning we only gave ourselves an hour when we probably should have gave ourselves two hours so when everybody started showing up we were actually changing into our wedding attire and then it just kind of when I came out of the the bridal room there was a bunch of people there all of a sudden and I'm like, Oh, okay, we're starting. And so for me, it just kind of started abruptly, I guess. And, and then it was just over. <laughs> I don't know what happened. And the same thing happened with the wedding. Like whenever somebody says, stop and enjoy your day, seriously, listen to that advice. Cause it just goes by so fast. It's absolutely true. I was joking with some of my friends that we had, you know, 75, almost 80 people come to our reception. It's four hours long. That means I get like three minutes with each person, right? <laughs> and and plus we stopped in the middle of it to take photographs all over the grounds. And so that was another half an hour that was just gone out of the schedule. So, you know, it was it was tough to have a long conversation with anybody. So afterwards, I spent the next three days talking to everyone I know. Did you have a good time? Did you have a good time? <laughs> Luckily, everyone said yes. So. Uh and that, another thing that is more of a traditional wedding thing, we did hire a photographer to come take our picture uh, and to take pictures of the event. Um, as much as I love our pictures from Disney and I loved Ty, he was a great photographer. There are more whimsical and fun photos, which is what we had told our planner from the beginning. We were going for a more whimsical, fun feel. I didn't feel like I got a lot of great, serious portraits with Rodney with the two of us so I really wanted the photographer to come and take pictures of our reception and our friends having fun and then also get some more serious pretty photos <laughs> not whimsical fun <laughs> so and we did we, yeah. we got some there's a there was a nice field with a bunch of yellow flowers that matched our wedding colors really well yeah our colors were green and yellow and there was a field full of buttercups that were all green and yellow so <laughs> huh. It was pretty. I think the reception was exactly what I kind of have envisioned for the last. I mean, being together for eight years, obviously, I started planning my, this wedding like a long time ago. <sighs> I had to wait for Rodney to get around to it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people told me back then, you know, oh, when you actually get engaged and, and married, everything's going to change. You're not going to want to do any of this stuff. And I actually stuck pretty close to what I had envisioned for the last few years because I was trying to make it us you know, don't lose yourself in your wedding. And I didn't want to lose ourselves. So yeah, there was two things I wanted yard games. And I wanted to wear a cardigan with my wedding dress, <laughs> which sounds really weird. Um, Highly specific. I, think. <laughs> I know looking at pictures on the internet, which I don't know what I'm going to do now that the wedding's over. What am I going to look at on the internet? Cause I've been looking at weddings on the internet for five years now. I love pictures of brides in their beautiful white gown and a cardigan. Like, it's so pretty. <laughs> and I got to wear my cardigan at both places because it was since it was rainy, it was a little chilly there in Florida. So I got to wear my cardigan for the dessert party part. 
And I got to wear it for the whole entire reception because it was kind of chilly. Even before it started raining, it was a little cold. So, yeah, I got to do the two things I I cared about most (laughs) at the reception. (laughs) So then do you guys have any other tips or advice for couples who might be thinking about having an at-home reception? I've heard of a lot of people doing it because that's what their family wants them to do. I say, if you don't want to do it, don't do it because it's your party and it should be about you and your significant other. So if you're being pressured to do an at-home reception, I would just set down whoever's pressuring you and be like, no, (laughs) Um, because if you're not going to be into it mentally, then it's not going to be good. So that's one thing that I've I've seen a lot of people complaining about being pressured into doing it. So don't do it if you don't want to. Um, And then especially if you're going to have it right after your wedding, it's a good idea to keep to plan it alongside your wedding. So you're not rushing in the last, the very end to try and finish everything up. It's good to think ahead and, you know, limit your do-it-yourself crafts because know your limitations. Don't keep adding crafts that you will not be able to finish. And then, (laughs) and, and limit your trips to Joann's or Michael's or Hobby Lobby or whatever the store is, because I now have a lot of stuff that I have no use for. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't really great advice, I know. But the one thing that nobody tells you about DIY weddings is you will be stuck with all of this stuff when it's over. And you (laughs) like, what am I going to do with all these mini chalkboards and like (laughs) little bins that we had the yard games in? And that's one thing nobody ever really says is if you're doing it yourself, you're going to be stuck with it and you're going to have to find a home for it or use for it. But yeah, <laughs> that's great. I guess my big thing is, is Tammy said it earlier, it, this really should represent who you are and should be something that you enjoy. Right. I mean, the detached reception separate from your wedding, it sort of gives you the excuse to do something weird or fun or quirky. If that's your style or do something more traditional, if that's your style, Tammy and I, I mean, we live in Seattle, which is hipster central. So shockingly, we had a lot of things like food trucks and my wedding costume was costume. costume yes. Which is what Tammy <laughs> calls it uh my my wedding attire was a little more not very traditional let's put it that way and so you know i feel like everyone that came to our reception got to see the party as sort of a reflection of who we are both as individuals and as a couple and i think that's something that's really important is to realize that if you're going to throw this party to celebrate your marriage and celebrate with your friends and family it should be something that represents the things that you like to do. Even little things like when I when we had to go buy the beverages, I bought a very large amount of the beer that I like to drink because, you know, this is my party. Well, I'll drink what I want to. <laughs> that and, you know, I I I felt like this whole party should represent who we are as a couple, right? And it did. And everyone seemed to have a really great time. Yeah. Just because it's called a reception, don't feel like you have to have dancing and you have to have a cake and you have to have the flower toss. Like you had the wedding and now you're having an at-home party to celebrate. Like it doesn't have to be the traditional things that everybody, I mean, if you want to have the cake and you want to have the flower, the bouquet toss, and you you want to have a DJ dancing, please do it. I feel like it doesn't have to be, it's your second chance kind of thing to do what you want to do. And I mean, a lot of people during ceremonies, they want to incorporate their family traditions and and all that stuff. And I think that's great. But this is your party to celebrate your wedding that you, you know, your new life together that just don't lose yourself. There it is. 
there. Don't lose yourself. Do what you want to do. Don't do what you think you should be doing. <laughs> that's great. Well, that's great advice for the for both the wedding and the reception. <laughs> <laughs> so is there any place online where my listeners can go to see photos of or learn more about your at-home reception? Uh, yeah, like uh, I mentioned in the last one, I have my blog that chronicles our entire planning process and uh, will soon be updated with more of our wedding photos and reception photos and stuff like that. And you can find that at thedisneygroom.com. Awesome. Well, thank you both for taking the time to come back on the show and share the story of your at-home reception. I think you have a lot of great tips and advice for people who might be considering doing this. So I appreciate your sharing. Uh, thank you for having us. It's been great. It's amazing. <laughs> to, you know, we listen to it all the time. Oh, yeah. And read your book, and it's just kind of, you know, surreal. Oh, yeah. well, thanks so much for sharing then. <laughs> <laughs> That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>